welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, your host, Grace Ann Helbig I. This is a very, very exciting episode. Today's guest is someone that is no stranger to the podcast, but um, hasn't been on for maybe a year and a half. Uh, she's the internet's favorite human hamster human being. It is Hannah Hart, and she tells us a lot of interesting things about herself while tolerating my nonsense. So, please enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with America's sweetheart hamster, human Hannah Hart. Yeah, let's do it! We're here with Hannah Hart! Wee, wee, wee. This is so exciting. You're back on the podcast! I'm back on the podcast! How many reoccurring people on the podcast have you had? Mitchell is kind of like a, a silent sidekick on this podcast. Mamrie's been back. Chester's been back. And that might be it. Yes. Jack Ferry? We had Nikki Limo. Oh, Nikki Limo came back. Got it. Um, and We had PJ on twice because he was on for the Oscars Hotel special. Right. But he also doesn't live here. So we had to like, you know, soak up everything we could from I'll him. I'll take the bottom of the favorites list. <laughs> so we've had a few. We yeah. Had okay, few. good. Yes. But I was thinking back to the, I don't remember anything that we talked about in the first podcast that we did. Because it was at the YouTube space that we shot it. And it was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. All I remember about that is just how dirty my hair was that day. (laughs) So every time I think of that podcast, I think of like that gentle feeling of filth that you have when you're like, I regret not showering before coming to this. Oh, that's cool. I think people probably have that association with the podcast like separate of hair uh, feeling. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, I remember your podcast made me feel filthy. Yeah. So it was great. Um, yeah, because we've been doing this podcast for two years. No. I just realized that the other day. Two years? Right? Yeah, this is like... This is year two. This is like season three. Oh, yeah. This is year three that we're going on. Yeah, because we started it. We started filming it in January 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, We guys. launched it in September 2014. But yeah. We started bonkers. filming then. Yeah. Pretty bonkers. Yeah. Which brings me to my first question. Why don't you have a podcast, Hannah Hart? You know, I also don't know why I don't have a podcast. <laughs> you, out of everyone that I know in my life, you feel like a person that most should have a podcast. I really want a podcast. What would you, do you have any thoughts or names or ideas for one? Well, I feel like one of the things I really want in my podcast is to have my friend Hannah Gelb mm-hmm. be my co-host. Right. If, like, you know, I really have this like vision of like a Hannah and Hannah podcast <laughs> because <laughs> Hannah Gelb, is, we're the same age. We went to school. We met in Japan, mm-hmm. um, but she, you know, lives at home and has never figured out like her career path in life. And yeah. is like, got out of like an eight-year relationship and is now like sleeping with a slew of people. Uh, And I'm like, and then like, I couldn't be like more opposite. And so it's like Hannah and Hannah, like, and she's just so raw and like, She's so funny. Yeah, and she makes me laugh so hard. That would be a really fun podcast to listen to is like someone that's really on a career path and someone that's just kind of like, flopping around trying to figure it out. She'll be like, did you read that Loki and Thor fanfic I sent you? I'm like, no, <laughs> Hannah, I, I'm so sorry, but like I haven't gotten to it yet. She's like, doing, okay, I'm just saying it's good. <laughs> I was doing my taxes. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, I was, you know, building a chair out of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Why you don't have one yet, still unbeknownst to me, but uh, soon. Soon. Um, uh, hashtag goals. Hey, I'm trying yeah. to make a vision board for the first time. Are I'll you? put a podcast on it. For 2016. What okay. are some other things on your vision board? Um, Or it hasn't been made yet. You're in the process. To currently do a vision, vision board. <laughs> a vision board is on my vision board. I'm all about vision boards. And you know where I learned that from Lily Singh, who is very about positivity and like surrounding yourself with like 
tangible positive messages. Yeah, she's good at that. And it's pretty great when you actually put things on paper and you commit to them as goals. I will say Lily should learn about the Tumblr queue because she'll just reblog a bunch of positivity at once. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to see that sprinkled throughout the day. Yeah, because sometimes it's a, it's an overwhelming amount of positivity. It's a lot. <laughs> Your body yeah. can't take it and it ultimately turns negative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get so saturated in positivity that I start to believe it doesn't exist. So I start to get really aggressive and angry about it. <laughs> it's great. I also need to do that because I've had a few nights at like 2 a.m. where I can't sleep. I'm just like, this is a funny gif. This one too. This one. I can't wait till the morning to read tumble this. So I have to do it now. Yeah. Um, but we all are learning. <laughs> I like how serious you just got with that. You're like, I, I have to wait till morning. Just kidding. Really though, I'd like to. Well, it's because be I looked patient. at my, I looked at the questions that I wrote for you this morning and they're just really stupid. So um, it brought my mood to a neutral place. <laughs> Okay, here's my question for you. What do you think is the worst soup? Oh, what's the worst soup? You're a soup fan. I'm a soup fiend. Um, okay. I love soup. I gotta say maybe spit pea. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Oh, the look of it is awful. Quite but- nasty looking. <laughs> and then, spoiler also tasting. Really? I don't mind the taste of it. Mm, it but- tastes like something. It tastes like somebody drank soup. And then spit it back in the bowl. Okay, yep. <laughs> and they were like, oh, I'm sorry. I just chewed up all these split peas. I know it's not very salty or and flavorful. And some bacon. <laughs> and there's a little, maybe chunks of bacon. But I chewed on those too. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know split pea soup is the soup from The Exorcist that she like sprays out of her mouth. What? When, yeah, you've seen that movie, The Exorcist, No, of right? course not. Grace Hobbit watching a scary movie. <laughs> Krampus was as far as I go in terms of scary movies. <laughs> yeah, when, when uh, Linda Blair like, like projectile vomits. It's split pea soup. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I can see that being a better vomit So now that's problem. my association with split pea soup. Great. And hopefully it's everyone that's watching this video's new association. <laughs> What's your favorite soup then? I mean, define soup. Okay, would you consider... That's a great question because, yeah, I always wonder, like, what is soup? What is, is soup? Is cereal soup? <gasps> milk soup. Is cereal just breakfast Cold soup? Cold milk soup. <laughs> yeah, because gazpacho soup and not salsa somehow. Then, oh, yeah. <laughs> like... What is soup? I would say that, I don't know, is pho soup? That feels like a noodle dish. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Where does where do you draw the line? Let's say soup available from cans. cans. Let's start there. Okay. Then what's your favorite soup available from cans? Um, oh. Hmm. Um, okay. I'm going to go ahead and say lentil. Oh, but see, lentil just feels like a version of split pea. Yeah, but it's self-contained and you can like, you know, this you can see what you're eating. It doesn't uh, look chewed. That's <laughs> just, any soup that doesn't look chewed. I'm in. <laughs> you, you haven't been around the block. I'm ready. That's good. That's good to know. I really like chicken noodle. Yeah. Lately. Yeah. I was thinking that too. I had that at the airport when I uh, was leaving the yeah. other day and it was really comforting. Yeah. And lentil was an option and I chose chicken noodle. Whoa. I don't know myself. Oh. I don't know myself. You're maybe my soup. 16 self. Put it on the vision board. Yeah. What soup do you like? Can you put questions on a vision board? Yeah, I think a vision board is anything you want it to be, which is why I haven't made one yet, because one of my goals is to be more decisive this year. <laughs> Fingers <laughs> crossed. To just do it. Um, I'm interested to hear your answer to this. If you got paid to go back to school to study anything, what would you want to go back and study? With, like, no consequence, no, like, expectation of getting a career in this. Like, someone just gave you money and said, go learn something you want to really learn. Okay. First of all, 
I would totally, if somebody gave me the time to do it, I right. would go back to school. I would gladly pay or like take out loans and go back to school. I would just love in to go general. Back. Just in general, I'd love to go back to school. I think with no consequence, like there's no expectation of doing it, right? With, like doing something with that knowledge. I think I'd like, I think I'd like to learn history. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I think about it, it's like, I like to watch documentaries in my free time. Like, mm-hmm. I like to watch programs that are like, this is what this was like back then. Yeah. And did you watch Making a Murderer? No. Okay. Just got there no references. Is. We did it. Okay. I'm just trying to get a reference to Making a Murderer in Into every, every episode. <laughs> I only missed one so far. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll just call that episode the Making of so. a Murderer episode. <laughs> and then that'll be in. And then it'll be in. Um, <laughs> so you would go back just to study general history. Oh, yeah. I would try and study history. Or is there any like, era that you'd want to focus on? I guess I would like to like if okay so in this magical dream world yeah. where anything is possible I would like to be able to study world history and look for the patterns that history does that like mankind does that repeats itself and like ah. which culture repeats what patterns and like try and figure out how we as like a global society can improve. Interesting. That has to exist right as a as its own class like as a field of study? Yeah. There's got to be some like psychological analysis of like, civilization's community. mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> mistakes that we've been making since recorded history. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a great class. I know. I'd love. Yeah, I'd love to. I don't know. That would be great. Is there any? Because uh, you went to Berkeley, so are there any like schools in particular that you would want to go to, or just kind of, I guess, a learning environments? Because Berkeley, to me, because I went to a very small liberal arts college where the campus was very small and it was kind of nice but it was also kind of very very suburban Berkeley seems very lush and very like what you imagine when you think of college that kind of environment would you go back there I would go probably to I mean if I could like I loved my time at like Cal I loved it a lot and but I think that if I had this you know dream scenario Mm -hmm. world I would want to go study somewhere in England because (gasps) I'd want to be able to like travel to places in Europe that we are learning about or other continents that I've never been to that'd be cool so I'd feel like I'd want to like make my base of operations at England that would be really cool because then when you're over there it's so easy to get around to other countries that's what I'm talking about and I'm like if I learned and in this magical dream scenario I'm like wow we just spent so much time learning this I'm a visual learner I gotta go (laughs) I gotta go check it out I gotta go experience it. it okay I believe you um that would be really great. I would follow that blog. Okay. Yeah. Great. That's put it on the vision board. <laughs> what is there? Do you watch reality TV or game shows at all? Um, I'm, 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 I'm watching The Affair right now. Season uh, two. That's a scripted series. I, that, I don't. <laughs> I sincerely hope that you think it's a documentary. <laughs> I just started watching. I, think about shows I heard it's I really good. I haven't watched it though, but I've seen their. I mean, kudos to them for a marketing campaign because I see those ads of the two people in the pool dude, looking over their shoulder everywhere. Dude, the show is great. Is it? It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. So the affair is great. Um, so sorry, ask your question again. Do I watch reality shows or game shows? Game shows. Because you play, you like games. Like you like playing like Settlers of Catan and stuff like that. Do you watch game shows? No. No. Okay. So the question about which game show would you most want to be on is probably At Midnight. Oh, there you go. And you've been on that. So you don't even have to put that on the vision board. Take it off. (laughs) (laughs) What about reality shows like Amazing Race or like Big Brother or like Real World or Road Rules or what are other or Real Housewives? Road Rules. Is that still on? I don't know. Maybe. I remember watching that when I was like 
young. Yeah, I I watched it and I was more into real world than road rules yeah. for some reason because road rules became more of a game show than like a social experiment of people living together. I watched exactly one episode of Big Brother and the person I was watching with, with actually turned it off because uh-huh. I would not shut up. <laughs> Because I was like, blah, 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 blah. So I, I have a hard, I like, I, so I'm an annoying person to watch TV with, first of all. <laughs> but see, that feels like a great podcast where you just talk about all the things that you hated about Big Brother. <laughs> There's a lot. I, it's I'll watch The Amazing Race, though. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. The ama- I used to watch The Amazing Race, and I loved it when it first came out. I thought it was such an amazing show, and it won awards for it, so it, you know, it's won like a thousand Emmys. Yeah. Wow. No one can touch it because it's just That's so good. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you do would you do the amazing race? Yeah, props. I think you'd be really, really? good at the amazing race. Who would mm. who would you team up with for the amazing race? I'm Some, not available. Someone who was oh dang. Um, <laughs> oh, um someone who was more athletic and more daring. Than not me because I am very much a scaredy cat, negative Nancy. You like, know who I would love to see you on the Amazing Race with, Harley. Ooh. I think you and Harley would make a really, really great team on that show. I think that we would have a great time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you guys would be so <laughs> fun. Yeah. Harley, carry me, carry me again, <laughs> carry me again. <laughs> and you just pop out of his beard at the end when you cross the finish line. But the thing is, though, is that Harley and I like would both be like. What do you What do you want to do? Uh, <laughs> See, I think you guys would communicate because you guys are both very smart. And Harley feels like I, I don't know how he handles like pressure situations, but I think you guys would just be laughing the whole time at each other and maybe not take it that seriously, which would be really that fun. That would to be watch. really fun. Yeah. Okay. You're right. So if my goal is not to win but to have a great time, maybe I should write that down and put that on the vision board. R E life. You don't have to win, just have a great time. Wow. <laughs> I sell it in the shop. Sell it in the shop. That's reckless optimism if I've ever heard it. Practice it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine you on on Big Brother if you were on that show. I just could I think you would lose your mind. I know I would. I, I would have a panic attack immediately and be like, I'm out, I'm out. Sorry. Well, guys. you know, it's on a sound stage. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's great. That's well, we even to- worse. It's not even on in a house. We it's literally to- like Wait, um, so they don't go outdoors and they go outdoors? Uh-uh. No, it's all that's all inside. No, that's a, it's like a, it, living in a oh, casino. Oh god, that's You're, so claustrophobic. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. That's why I would have like Ooh. a huge panic attack. Like when they're in their backyard, it's all covered up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they don't see the light of day for months. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm out. Sucks. I know. That's a Frankie. That's why like talking to Frankie was so interesting because it's the first time he stepped outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he was so wonderful about it, but he talked about how a lot of people get really fucked up from being on it. And yeah, because they don't, they haven't seen the light of day. And then when they get out, everyone in America knows who they are yeah, and they don't up. know anyone. Like I have a hard enough time working from home, yeah. let alone like doing, I don't just Big Brother's like nightmare scenario. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I'd have to have like some sort of repentance. Yeah. I just thought of a way that I could convince my, like, if there was some sort of, like, guilt way of having to do Big Brother, like, if you do Big Brother, or, like, it had, like, a positive effect. Sure, sure, It's sure. like, if you do Big Brother, your participation alone, like, raises money for this charity or brings or awareness to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a good way to get people that would just never do Big Brother, like, on a show like that. Can you imagine a season where everyone that's in the house is there for charity and 
Big Brother's the last thing that they would ever do. That would be such an uncomfortable. But wouldn't that be kind of fascinating, though? Because it's like, how do people win at a game that they fundamentally, morally are kind of against playing? I mean, it's all, yeah, that would be a psychological warfare because it'd be like, oh, we're all on the same page. Like, we're not going to like. Except for that one person who's like. You have that one person, you're like, that person's going to break and they're going to go against us. So maybe I should like pre-plan being on some sort of like (laughs) alliance with someone. This is how it gets crazy. This is why Survivor's been on for 20,000 seasons. (laughs) Ah, the brain, the brain. It's too intense. Um, Okay. What would you call a scent that you made? If you could have your own Hannah Hart scent. What would it smell like and what would you call it? What would I call a scent? I would call it um suddenly simple. Wow. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be very nice. It's like a nice, just clean, solid, straightforward. It's like, mm. what would it smell like? Diane I, is leaving. <laughs> Diane hates my scent. Wow. She's she out. hated that. She hates yeah. my scent and also my scent. Um, what would I how what would I what would it smell like? Um, I really like things that have like mint and like, oh, like cedar and like are refreshing and just like, you know, just like a clean, fresh, but not like grassy. That's a problem. It's like a lot of fresh scents either go laundry soap or they go like grassy, like day, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't want that. I want like a wet forest morning scent. That sounds like a good name. Wet Force Morning, too. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm into that. The I Moss like, Boss. I, the Moss Boss. That sounds really great. I'm into that. I would like, I like scents like the basil scents. Like sometimes I just want to take basil and just rub it on my person. There you go. Herbs. Herbs yeah. are great. Uh, aromatic herbs. Herbaceous. It's like these are all good scents. Totally. Also, is this podcast just you doing like a straw poll of like how to diversify? You're like, what about scents? What about I mean, this type of game you, show? What What do you spend most of your money on every year? <laughs> is it clothing, scents, DVDs, Netflix, Scotty? bonds. This yeah. is how I'm creating my vision board. <laughs> it's just a slow poll. Everyone that's on here about exactly. like what sort of entertainment they. Speaking of, is there an artistic talent that you don't? think you're great at that you wish that you were great at yeah all of them anything at all <laughs> I am not gifted well see here for me I wish I could sing because the effortlessness that it looks like when people sing very well I just have no I can't relate to that at all and so I always wonder what that sensation feels like same with dancing really well people that are can just feel so in their body I'm always like man like I talked to Megan Batune when she was on the podcast and she's a dancer and I just wanted to like ask her more and more about like, but what does dance feel like? <laughs> like do you feel free? <laughs> yeah. Is there something like that that you're like, God, I wish I could paint or. You should do the amazing grace where you just challenge yourself. <laughs> it's like, Grace, today you must learn this routine and yeah. really try to do it. Oh, man. I know Dietrich is coming on the podcast tomorrow and he's got this whole series where he takes YouTubers and he makes them like do a choreographed routine. And my biggest fear is him, like, asking me to do that. Yeah, well, I hope that happens, Jack. Well, make sure that happens. <laughs> okay, Please you got go. it. Yeah, thanks, dude. Um, but do you have something like that? That you're like, there's one thing I wish I could do so well. Um, Let me think. In terms of, like, yeah, I, you know, I would love to be able to, like, probably, like, woodwork. Because that's artistry, right? Oh, yeah. And it's like, if I could be like, oh, I can make, a, you know, carve out this, like, 
really awesome like toothbrush slash soap dish or something like that. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that that would be great because then you could always give people gifts and right. And then people it's functional can't... and it's pretty. And it seems like a therapeutic time. Yeah. To sit and carve some wood. But you like wood carving. Well, I like whittling. Like, but which is really just kind of like. <laughs> It's not like, it's not like. For all of you listening to the podcast. <laughs> okay. So I took my fingers and my thumbs and I was like, whittle, 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 I don't know. But whittling, what's like the definition of whittling? It's just like carving wood or shaving down wood? Yeah, I guess whittling is, but it's like, it's like, I guess it's like you're making like an artful object. It's mm-hmm. not like you're like, oh, I whittled you this chair. Right. right you right. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I think. That I'd like to be able to do strong, something like constructive with the talent. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Like to actually make something. Yeah. So whittling's more like like my levels. Like I carved a G into this chunk of wood. Great. That's it. That sounds great. That <laughs> sounds like a great use of time. Uh, <laughs> Ironically, I started whittling when I came to LA because I needed to do something with my hands that wasn't like computery because my wrists yeah. hurt. But whittling is not. Not with, like, yeah. yeah, that would make it work. Yeah, so then I just found something else I like to do that involved my hands. And I was like, ow! <laughs> and with all of these 3D printers now, I feel like that's going to make whittling go away. Technology is taking over. Well, I could whittle or, or hit I just enter. hit a button yeah. and it makes the G in the wood. Uh, what do you think would be the best animal to have as a sidekick? Hmm. And or personal assistant? Mm, a cat. Because, like, a cat could be like, she's busy. She can't take your call. And be like, sorry, guys, cat, the cat is such a bitch. (laughs) And people would have to understand because it's universally known that, like, cats are bitches. They get it. They're like, okay, I'm in, whatever. She she hired a cat as her assistant, so that's going to be tough. She's unique. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, but this is, like, a really special cat that's, like, super nice. And in my head, I'll just be like, thanks, man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I hope that that happens. Um, I thought about this this morning in line with you... Uh, having a podcast uh i thought if you and hank and john green were a team of superheroes i was like that would be a great premise to anything whatever it would be and my question would be to you like what would that team name be and or what do you think each of your superpowers would be uh because I feel like the three of you together could make a pretty incredible, like, task force in a way. Oh, God. I I mean, like, team. I was trying to think of it this morning, I too. was thinking, like, team, like, check your privilege. I don't know, because it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great name. Check your privilege. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty great. Yeah. I, I mean, I love John and Hank so much, but like, I feel like they have a really good duo going on right now. But you could shake it up. You're like the mediator for when they don't want to deal with each other. I know, but I think they figured out how to deal with each other. They you know? did. I know. They, they did. They got it. They got it. And then Hank has Lemon. And so. Lemon. Lemon. <laughs> favorite dog of all time. Um, but I still think it'd be pretty great to see you guys as superheroes. I appreciate that. Have you figured out your 2016 look? No. <laughs> Anna, if any of you uh, don't know this, Hannah Hart has been on a mission uh, the end of 2015 into 2016 to figure out what her 2016 look. Could you do me a favor and describe to the audience? Because I overheard you in conversation one time describe your 2014 and 2015 look. Hey. And Mamrie was also there. And Mamrie and I shared a moment with each other after you described it. Where we couldn't believe how... You 
just so it was just sitting in your head and it was so detailed. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, look, look. Uh, so I mistakenly shared with Grace and Mamrie that No, you didn't share with us. You shared with someone else at the table and we no, just were my there. My desire to have a to, my the fact that I didn't know what my 2016 look was going to be became increasingly clear as 2016 neared. You know, I like to think that I evolve in style yes. as we all do uh every year. Absolutely. 2014 was very much um vests and hats mm-hmm. don't work together, Hannah. Um, vets, hats, and ties was a big vest, hat, tie thing. Uh-huh. Um, 2015 was very monochromatic. I went for a lot of just like, you know, very simple looks, very mm-hmm. simple chic. This isn't how you described it before. You really? Said, you said 2015, it was like edgy. Like I incorporated some more leather into my look. And you said that with such earnest, like conviction. And Mamer and I looked at each other like, oh, she's really See, thought like, how lame? How lame is it that but I think true. leather is edgy? But it's but I that's how I would describe your 2015 look was edgier like your hair got lighter and sharper yeah and so it was so accurate in your description that that's kind of what made us laugh was like wow she's really serious about this 2016 look I just need a look man I don't know what I'm gonna do with 2016 <laughs> I think you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to discover a look story of my life when sometimes looks discover you. No, that's not true. You pick what you want to wear. Can I read the style book? <laughs> <laughs> the style book is just a series of like, Loops. yeah, and just like ca- countering uh, ideas constantly. Um, and it's also just lots of pictures, lots of pictures. I've seen it, guys. I flipped through it. It looks really good. Oh, thanks. That's Robin. Robin shoots. Robin Romer is amazing photographer. She's a lovely human being. Um, so here's to hoping you figure out your 2016 look. Any like leads? Oh God. Um, let me think. In terms of leads, um I like what's happening now. It's very casual, very laid back. This, these, yeah. these are my free pile pants that have a hole in the crotch, which is why I have this pillow here. Cause yeah. I was like, oh, I forgot it's filmed. Mm-hmm. And then this sweatshirt, which I love, which I got when yeah. we were shooting Electro Woman and Dyna Girl. It's a great in sweatshirt. Canada. Yeah. I love it. Um, so this is my 2016 look today. Hey. Hey, one day at a time. Pretty great. Um, oh, if you could change bodies with anyone for a day, is there anyone that you would most want to be in their body? And let's say their mind, too. Wow. Yeah. But can you ever really know the inside of someone else's mind? What if I get there and it's just a nightmare? Uh, well, yeah. Let's say you can opt out at any time. Okay, good. Opt yeah. out. Okay, you don't great. have to be in it for 24 hours. Um, I would love to... Can I... Okay, here's a request. Yeah. If I could passively... Mm-hmm. sit within the mind and body of any participant, actually, of a really good participant of American Ninja Warrior and just, like, be, like, like almost like I'm going on a virtual reality ride. <laughs> I would love to feel that. Yeah, the the virtual, like, connectivity to mind and body yeah. and how it works. Yes, and for them to be like, okay, great, I'm just going to launch myself this way. I would just love to feel <laughs> how they do that. I'm just going to hold my own body weight in my fingertips for, like, three minutes Grip here. strength, <laughs> grip strength, grip strength. And perfect time to let go. Like, I would just like to know what it feels like to know, to trust yourself that much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a game show. So you watch game shows. Oh. see but like it doesn't feel like a game show when the like the person you're playing against is yourself that's true yeah that wow wow and the other contestants right isn't it like yeah you're going against it's time but nobody ever gets (laughs) no at the end it's really just you versus mount midoriyama right because if you get to the final round by yourself then yeah which is redundant because yama means mountain so midoriyama means mount green 
And so it's Mount Midoriyama, which is Mount Green Mount. It's like Green. ATM machine. Oh. Why? ATM? Oh, because oh, um, that means machine. I'm looking for an ATM. Yeah. I don't think I say I, ATM. I automated, autom- automated teller machine machine. I got to find an ATM machine. machine. Wow. Wow. This might be the deepest episode. And now I'm going to ask you the two questions that I ask everyone that you've already been asked on this podcast. But, you know, this one. Refresh. I th- yeah, I think this one, this one updates as you evolve as a human being, I Let's think. Hope. Um, who, and I don't know if I even asked you this the first time around, who in your life right now, um, whether someone you know, someone you don't know, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? And I have to let everyone know if you, it doesn't have to be in terms of violence. People have said they would throw it at certain people because they know that they would enjoy it so much or they would delight in it. Or it could be like, I want to send a wake up call to this person. Just be like, Hey, check yourself. Well, I kind of feel like it'd be really funny to throw cold spaghetti at Jack. <gasps> no one's ever said Jack. Jeez. I, think- I mean, and that would be really funny yeah. because you know the concept of it. I do. And you see, and like, I just would like for you to like experience it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jack would probably stand still, yeah. blink a bunch, and look at you and just be like, You're like, you did it. Yay. <laughs> But they'd be like, are you mad at me? And if you were like, no, they just laugh a lot. Oh, man, how fun is that? That would be pretty great. Let's make our dreams come true, Jack. Okay, great. 2016. Yeah. <laughs> Let's write it, it on Can the board. Can I change my shirt? Sure. If I mean, you... I don't think cold spaghetti would really make, stain anything. Oh, because we're not talking sauced spaghetti. No. no. It's okay. just the noodles. Yep, just, just nudes. <laughs> just some nudes. Just checking some sweet nudes. In, that case, in that case, let's make it happen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> dreams come true on Not Too Deep. Um, and the other question, because I don't remember this from last time. I, I don't think you asked me that spaghetti thing. No. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a newer question. I yeah. started asking it, and then I just like it so much that I think it's really fun to it's ask It's a good everyone. one. Um, to tell us your worst pants shitting story in three words or three small phrases. And I don't remember what yours was the first time around. Mine is always college jogging front lawn. Um, and it doesn't have to be an actual pants shitting story. It could be a close call. It could, be a, it could even be a friend's story that you've interpreted for yourself. A friend story that I've now taken ownership of in my head. And I'm like, that happened to me. Because there's been a handful of people that don't um, have pants shooting stories. Yeah. I mean, my closest one I said last time, but I'm trying to think of anything happened since the last time I'm on this podcast, just for like, you know, updates. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. That's same for me. It's that I always say college jogging front lawn because there hasn't been, whew, which should be a good thing. Yeah, and I I'm guess. I'm kind of like, man, I should update this story somehow. I have, and yet at the same time, I have no desire to. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, yeah, so I think I'll just have to, I don't remember what three words I used, but I remember it was like carpool, <laughs> like started, <laughs> didn't finish. Or All like right. something like that. Yeah, That's great. No follow-up questions. Uh, we are in this episode of Not Too Deep with Hannah Hart. And we're going to be right back with Twitter questions for you. Ooh. Lots of delightful Twitter questions. I love Twitter. We'll be right back with more from Hannah Hart. Hoverboard is designed mm-hmm. for people who already have way too much confidence. Like it's a perfect yeah. frat boy yes. toy. Yes. It because is. it's like nothing will ever happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's you? literally how it works. You're just supposed to trust that it works. And if you have any hesitation, doubt at all, you fall and hurt yourself. Yeah. 
So it works really well for like bros. Have you uh, tried one? Yeah. I haven't even tried one. Like I just know, I think it'll be fine, but I also don't want to even give myself the opportunity to like it too much. You should definitely try it. It's I, worth trying it. It's worth trying it. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I've been on segways. I love segways. They're it's really not fun. like that. I know it's not like that, but <laughs> really, I thought it was, I was told that it was similar. I've never been on a segway, but I've been picture on a, this. You just don't have a handle. The segway is the same thing. It operates where you just lean forward and it goes. So you're trusting that this thing is managing your body weight. It doesn't start moving until you have to step onto it like you're walking over it. Yeah, that's the same with the segway. But like, meaning that like when a segway, when you stand on it, it can be still until you lean forward, correct? Yeah. So with this, the way you activate the device. You have to move forward with it. You start, your first step is already in motion. Right. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, I and tried. Also, I tried it at a uh, summer in the city. Jack Howard put me on one, and I immediately fell on my me ass. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, like you really the learning try curve. Whereas with the segue, the learning curve is you don't normally fall. You just kind of like wobble, and then you get used to it. Where I feel like everyone you, falls on their hoverboard the first time, yeah, or at least within the first. Did you day. see? Did you see the Mike Tyson video no. of him falling off of a hoverboard? No, it's the funniest thing. There's a hover. There's an amazing video <laughs> that someone posted. Of someone in line at an airport on a hoverboard. It's like all these businessmen, like a businessman on a hoverboard, just waiting in front of this like huge glass pane, like in a security line. And the hoverboard just starts wobbling, and he falls backward through the glass pane, like it just breaks completely. Oh my god! Oh my god! But it's also like. There's something really satisfying about it because he looks like such an idiot in line standing on this hoverboard yeah. while everyone else is just standing on their legs. Like normal people. Yeah, and there's some, yeah, there's something really like gratifying about it, but also like, oh no, God. Ah, people getting hurt potentially. Yeah. Um, speaking of people getting hurt, let's talk about Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> we have some questions for you submitted by some lovely Twitter users, and we're going to jump into them right now. Got it. Ready. Harparoot. 0202 wants to know, would you rather stop eating or talking with your mouth? Which is a very interesting way to phrase a question. <laughs> they also spelled your Y-O-U apostrophe R. So then how would you eat? Would you rather stop talking? I think what she means eating? is like if you, 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 you like eat you have you skin? can choose one or the other. Right. So if you could would you rather be able to only eat with your mouth or only talk with your mouth? Only eat. Yeah, because yeah. you'd starve to death. No, I mean, I'm sure that you could live. This is all things being equal. (laughs) Let's say that, yeah, that you could figure out other ways to consume food. I guess you could get a food tube. Yeah, I would (laughs) a million percent only eat with my mouth and give up talking forever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That yeah, I think I would do the same thing. That makes some. I can write down all my thoughts. It'd be great. <laughs> some time alone to I think yourself. Like, humanity might even like benefit. benefit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, Hang on. As the producer of your podcast, I have to object. <laughs> <laughs> you just talk for me. My 2016 look is silence. Uh, Hannah C. Glazer wants to know what would your stripper name be. Oh, I think I, uh, I think I looked this up once. What would my stripper name be? I always say your stripper name is the first street you grew up on and your first pet name. Right. No, no that's your porn name, I thought. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm associated with stripping porn. I've got a great porn name. Okay. Bruno, <laughs> Bruno Woodland. Wow. wow. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like a porn that actor? That sounds like it exists. Yeah. It yeah. does. <laughs> um, I guess my stripper name? 
Oh, wait, no, it's like, wasn't it? I feel like I looked this up once and it was like slippery glitter thighs or something like that. <laughs> How did you look it up? Like in like a little like meme thingy, you know oh, what I mean? one of those like name generators? Yeah, like back in college. All I remember, yeah, I was like, I think it was like slippery sli- glitter thigh is a pretty great strategy. Yeah, glitter thighs <laughs> is just the, the imagery. It's like, wow, I'm re- I would watch this show. Yeah. But what would your porn name be then? What was your first pet in the street you grew up on? Uh, it would be Whisper Bayswater. Wow. That also sounds like um like a pen name. Yeah. <laughs> like you write all of your books. But under. that's how they figure out um like that's why I always make all my security questions totally random. Yeah. Because that's how people figure out like how to hack into accounts. Right. Is that if you learn out. enough about somebody, you're like, well, now I know like they're, they're all their security answers. And I yeah, I know their mother's maiden name and I mine can- are just passwords. They're all just sense. like series of like numbers and letters. That makes sense. Yeah. Good luck, internet. <laughs> Hang on, before we move on, Grace, I yeah. need to hear yours. Um, it's the pet name first or the Yeah, pet name and then speak. Yeah, mine is um Tigger South Jackson. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I like it good. because it's kind of non binary. Like you could just be like Tigger South Jackson could be anybody. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it, it could uh, <laughs> like that's my Carmen San Diego name. I feel like if I was ever a spy. Tigger South Jackson. Yeah, which would probably be a very obvious spy name. Like that girl's a spy. It's so her name's Tigger South Jackson. Yeah, and she keeps going. <laughs> Meow. (laughs) (laughs) That's, uh, yeah, that's how I get in everywhere. Um, Rox Nicole Sotero wants to know, what's your favorite odor? Not good smell, but odor. Everyone has one. Odor. I mean, I mean, I think we all enjoy the scent of our own musk. You know, I don't know that I enjoy my own musk, <laughs> but I don't think I can smell my own musk because I'm desensitized to my own odor. Ah, I smell great. I think my, I mean, the natural one is like gasoline. Like everyone likes the smell of gasoline for the most part. Oh, yeah. Are you one of those people that likes it or no? I don't know. Could if, if could I describe dirt as an odor, like wet dirt? Yeah. Totally. Okay, great. I love the smell of um, what's it called? Like petrichor, like that, like r- after rain, wet dirt cement smell oh, back okay. to wet moss yeah wet moss boss moss boss 2016 uh what's the dumbest thing you've ever done a lot <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard question to answer uh is there any have have you done anything exceptionally dumb recently yeah yeah like i already said this on the podcast but i like dumped an entire bucket of water on myself at home depot <laughs> <laughs> it was like I laughed at myself, like outside of myself, imagining seeing myself do this to myself. Because <laughs> I was reaching up on a ledge for a planter, not knowing that the planter was full of water. And I was in a rush because the planter I purchased didn't have a tag on it. So I was trying to get this one to replace it. And I just grabbed it and it poured oh over my, my whole body. And this man was next to me and he just went, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's all he said. And we just stared at each other. <laughs> Because he couldn't, there's literally nothing he could do or I could do in that moment. <laughs> it's so funny though. It was, I laughed so hard in the car. I was in such a rush that it like didn't even register. And then leaving, I was like crying, laughing, just imagining that man existing the rest of his day, having just seen, seen this that happen. Because he like must a, laugh every single time he thinks about on it. On like a Tuesday afternoon. I just know. Just like casually going to Home Depot to buy some succulents. <laughs> 
way it just came out of nowhere. Oh, man. So that's I hope that somebody thing. finds that footage. Like oh, the found God. footage from Home Depot. Please. I just want to see the look on your face like as it's happening. Like, what? Why? Yeah, I think I said like, oh, well, I guess I'm more wet than I was 30 seconds ago. This is a, that's a bright side. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I was trying to be like, could have been worse. Could have been Could have been like human shit. <laughs> <laughs> Some classic like Home Depot employee prank. Yeah. Um. God, I don't know. Dumbest. Let's see. The most most done thing I've done in recent history. Like dumb. Like or what? that you've seen someone do. Mm. Which is hard. I feel like when you live in cities too. I feel like sometimes it's hard to even like remember dumb things you see because you're so you see a Constantly lot of them exposed but, to dumb things just like all the time. But your brain moves forward on from them. Yeah. I mean, it's really tough. I mean, you know. Okay, well, we can move on. And if you remember one, feel free to shout it out at any moment. Uh, I once left a bucket full of water at Home Depot. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Just a poorly placed bucket full of water. Wow, this really came full circle. Yeah, I just want everyone to know, if you go to Home Depot, like, be on guard because... Pranks. It's not as great as it seems. They're trying to get their new prank reputation out there. Yeah. It's a Home Depot. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Pranks are very trendy for 2016. People love them. I hate pranks. I'm just going to put that out there. Where do you stand on pranks, Hannah? I like fun pranks that are so dumb. Yeah. Like, I like sleep. Like, would you consider pop-up marriage proposals like pranks? Yeah. Yeah. See, I those are good pranks. Those are fun pranks. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. But I like pranks that are just, like, so stupid. Like, where it's like, wait, where did I put my keys? I have them. Ha! Prank. <laughs> Mild pranks. <laughs> Mild pranks. Yeah. yeah. Startling people. It's hilarious. <laughs> Um, Alak825 wants to know what's been your favorite My My Drunk Kitchen recipe success and failure okay Um, it feels like you've been having a lot of successes yeah I'm getting better at cooking yeah Um, I would say that my favorite success well I have to say that my favorite success is an episode called Ice Cream Sunday Someday Mm -hmm. and Ice Cream Sunday is my favorite success even though the episode itself is a failure because it's the most fun I've ever had on an episode of My Drunk Kitchen yeah and it was just like it's just my favorite episode and it's like still and I have a lot that I really really love like I don't know like in recent history I've loved them a lot lately Um, but my favorite failure I've only failed there's only one episode of My Drunk Kitchen that will never air because it's gone Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the one where we were going to make carrot cake with Chester and yes. Amory. Yeah, we were all involved. There's one. What happened? There's one, one, rogue, one photo. rogue Instagram of it. Yeah. It's just a, a night that derailed. Yeah, derailed. And then like, there's, it's it's not even like everybody's like, oh, I want to know what happened. And it's like, Nothing no, it really just happened. We the never footage. really shot anything. And it was like kind of. Like, we were shooting. I remember like shooting, then taking some time shooting something else, then going back to shooting kitchen, then shooting something else, then going back to shooting kitchen, then like hanging out and drinking, and then it being like, none of this is cohesive. Yeah. I remember there's like four uh. of us yelling at the camera at one point. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, it's, so it's like, it's like, there's not some big mystery. It just, you know, wasn't very good. And I only had one memory card. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, right. Um, yeah, everyone thinks that there's this like epic story that happened around Does the it. footage exist still or did you just No, I had it? one memory card. I deleted it. I oh, had to do gone. something else. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. it's probably like, it was probably uh, over an hour just of nonsense. Like yeah. clips that you Which couldn't you even think to- is fun. And you guys are like, I would love to watch that. But like anytime you feel bored when watching something, that's what that would feel like. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And also just <laughs> having to go back. I don't know how you do it. Just the having to go back and watch yourself drunk. It seems like punishment. Honestly, like I would say nine times out of ten, it's totally okay. Right. But then that one time, 
it's like very scarring. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> that seems real. That's like uh, an ironically super sobering moment to have to watch yourself be so drunk and embarrassing. Or just be like, God, Hannah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. Oh, tough. Yeah. Uh, in a lighter conversation, it is Freya wants to know, what is your perfect pizza? Ooh, ooh, okay. Um, my perfect pizza, I would have to say, I, and I know this is going to be the cause of some debate. Okay. I like a very thin crust pizza. Oh, okay. Um, I like it to be cheese where the cheese is like slightly overcooked. So it's starting to almost get harder on the top. Okay. And it's like very garlicky and Parmigiani and then a very thick like handle crust. You know what I mean? So it's like, crust. you know, so it's like the um, the outer rim oh, yeah, is yeah. like fluffy. Okay. You know, and then the, the it, but the inner pizza itself is very, very thin. Right. Kind of like, um, like the, at Keste in New York, Ooh. they have incredible pizza because it's just like soft and rich, but you still get that doughy chewiness at the end. Wow. I'm literally salivating. Yeah. yeah you're making us all very hungry. <laughs> Doesn't that sound good? Garage pizza does pretty good pizza. I've never uh, gone there, but yeah, they come up on my Postmates all the time. Yeah. Because I always think it says garbage pizza. That, yeah. <laughs> but the name is Garage Pizza. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of an unfortunate name. I, I also don't want pizza made in a garage necessarily. Yeah. I know. It's funny because we got, uh, Ingrid and I got pizza, at, we got Garage Pizza once mm -hmm. and it was delicious, but she still calls it garbage pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it just looks, looks like, like garbage, but it's delicious. <laughs> uh, that's a sign of a great piece of uh, food. Speaking of food, Tyler Oakley wants to know, is that the real Tyler Oakley or that one person that always pretends to be Tyler? No, I think this is the real Tyler Oakley. Uh, in a f you hear this question and tell me if this is the real Tyler Oakley. Okay. In a food court, do you do a lap for samples or go straight to your spot? Follow-up, favorite food court restaurant? Okay, in a food court. <laughs> I, I love that he calls them restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely Tyler. I 100% do a lap. For samples, of course. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Just a million percent. And I also want to know what my options are because there's right. nothing worse than compromising and settling right. and seeing something you want more down the road. I also feel Which like is what the affair is all about. Whoa, this episode's sponsored by. <laughs> uh, I also feel like you want those people that are handing out samples to feel like they're doing a good job. Yeah. 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 Favorite food court restaurant? Um... That Vietnamese place we had in Australia was really good. Remember we all ate in our delicious, oh yeah, like vermicelli bowls. Yeah, those were really good. We but were, wait, wasn't that here? Wasn't that at LAX? No, bro. Simon was on that flight. We were one hundred percent in Australia. Oh, 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 yeah. Sorry, my brain just scrambled itself for a second. Sorry, <laughs> um, yeah, that was really great. So good. Yeah. The I also just I love a good Annie Ann's pretzel. What about Annie Ann's versus Wetzel pretzels? Okay, I had a Wetzel pretzel at the Taylor Swift concert that I went to with Mamrie. And it was, I was so hungry and we were drinking a lot. You mean the one where you guys met Taylor Swift? Where we met Taylor Swift. I was also like high off of meeting Taylor Swift. And I was so hungry and I had that Wetzel pretzel and I loved it. And I had a really great Twitter story going about this Wetzel pretzel. <laughs> that Wetzel pretzels favorited all of my tweets about their pretzel, but did not follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Ooh, they are not gracious with those follows. Uh, but it was a great pretzel. Really, really great. Good job, Wetzels. Second Annie. I also like the name Wetzels. Right. And it rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. And you can also get Wetzel Bites. Oh. Where they have the little cinnamon toasted buttery bites in the bag. I didn't I didn't know about that. Yeah. So okay. if you don't want to commit to a whole pretzel, you can just take bites. But then you're gonna eat the, you're gonna eat all the bites anyway. 
So it's going to be like eating a whole pretzel? But think about it this way. You eat the bites. You get halfway through. You're like, don't eat more of these bites. Don't eat more of these bites. Just chuck the bag. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Spit in the bag. Done. <laughs> do, you, do you have a favorite restaurant of American food courts? No. Oh. What okay. are like... Oh, Jack, do you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you both turn into robots and answer this right now. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, a place called, I don't know if it still exists, but there's a place called Flamers. Yeah. Do you remember that place? Yeah. Is the, it a burger place? Yeah, it's burger only place. Cold spaghetti. Yeah. It was the first time. <laughs> yeah. It was the only time I had uh, like mayonnaise with ketchup and mustard on a burger. And I was like, this is genius. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah, really yeah. great. Yeah. That was uh, at the Deptford Mall. Flamers. <gasps> I used to work at the Chili's at the Deptford Mall. Nice. So many memes. So many so memories. Many. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go? The podcast just got really inclusive. I know. <laughs> uh, Gaga is Italian wants to know your go-to song. In you, what moment? Just in life? How about for 2016? Have you had a go-to song? Okay. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have like two. <laughs> two, okay. Um, go-to songs. One of them is, there's a song called You Always Win that I really am like really into right now. Uh-huh. And I feel like, the reason I think I'm into this song right now is because what I've been doing lately with music, because so much of our music is derived in like romantic love or right. like other people and it's like a you and an I thing. And I thought, oh yeah, also Outlaws. Okay, sorry. Um <laughs> But I, I've started taking songs in my head and making them about, like, the things you want to conquer in your life. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, let's say if you have trouble with, like, depression or anxiety and stuff like that. Like, the song where it's like, I'm over this, I'm over you, I can do it, blah, blah, blah. It should be, like, an internal, like, pick-me-up song to yourself. Instead of about another person. Yeah. Cool. Like just Or, like, I believe in you, you can do it. Yeah. Instead of being, like us we and like putting like projecting that out onto another person or a friendship mm-hmm. or something else in your life trying to like manifest that as like a, a an inner you know an inner pump up jam that's cool yeah i've been doing that with a lot of songs lately so there's one song um called outlaws um by uh, alicia i think it's alicia it might be alesia and it's C-A-R-A is her last name. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's Cara or however she pronounces it. Sure. Um, but she did that song. Oh, yeah. She did the one. Um, Here. Yeah. yeah. That we- was at the streamies. Mm-hmm. And she's super cool. I started following her on Twitter. Yeah, she's and, rad. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah. If you get her on this podcast, I'll hide in that room. Perfect. Cool. Done. Yeah. You've been warned, Alicia Lesia. <laughs> Alicia Lesia. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, yeah, so I got a bunch of songs. That's cool. Yeah. You've been working out more. I have. Do you have a pump up like gym song that you listen to? I found that... For the first half of working out, I need to listen to thematic music, like music that I just find genuinely interesting. It's not ah. necessarily like boom, 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 boom. You yeah. know, that Kanye song I really like. The oh, yeah. Kanye by the Chainsmokers. I wanna be yeah. Like That's a great pump up jam. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then once I get into like that, you know, gym place of like, now I'm not really thinking about anything. Uh-huh. Then I turn it to just beats and like music that's very like uplifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, then I just want to hear things that are in sync with how I'm moving. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miranda Faith 17 wants to know how do you feel about Canada? Love it. Sounds great. I would live there. <laughs> and I'm, it's very pro-Canada. I am pro-Canada. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I, we I, spent six weeks in Vancouver and it was great. Vancouver was so wonderful. It was very manageable. Everyone there was super nice. It felt like you were in a city not in you know a remote suburban area or anything and it, the weather was beautiful and there was nature and it was very cool. Oysters were fresh. Oysters were fresh. It was lovely. We had a great time. Yeah. yeah. 
Is there any place in Canada that you'd want to go to that you haven't been yet? Yeah, Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. Like Halifax, yeah, way yeah. out there with like the nature and the wild animals. Yeah, it mm. seems like Canada's probably very, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Banff? Mm. That's supposed to be gorgeous. What's Banff? It's just like giant uh, park. Oh. Yeah, it's supposed to be absolutely gorgeous. I'm ready. Cool. Banff. Banff. That, uh, that's also got a great name, Banff. That's also a Dane Cook joke. It is? Isn't Banff badass a motherfucker? badass motherfucker? Oh. Something like that. Oh. Dane Cook, I think that's just ban- B- Banff. Oh, then maybe he used that word a lot. I don't remember. But I just know it from, I have like this association of knowing it from college in, in Jersey. And that's in college, everyone was listening to Dane Cook mm. at that time. I had a really funny what story. What happened to Dane Cook? He was just on an episode of Workaholics with Liam, uh, with Chris Hemsworth. Diane was showing me. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Liam. Liam. Liam and, no, Chris. Both Hemsworths? No, just Chris Hemsworth. You told me Chris Hemsworth. Liam that is recently engaged to Miley Cyrus. Yeah, they got re-engaged. Pretty crazy. But So he was on an episode with Liam. This is where I get all my news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he and Miley Cyrus are apparently re-engaged. So there's that. We're recording this on, what's today's date? Yeah. <laughs> it's January 20. As of January 23rd, they are re-engaged. Yes. Wow. So we've heard. Who knows? <laughs> um, Alicia Gug wants to know YouTube OTP of the moment. YouTube OTP. OTP. Um, I have an OT3. Okay. Um, I recently saw Star Wars, mm. which was just so good. I have reverted to a self I thought I had grown beyond, which okay. is abject fandom obsession. <laughs> it was so great. I think that's your 2016 look. Really? <laughs> I, regret, regression? I'm so yeah. there. Um, anyway, so my OT3 is currently Finn, Poe, and Tyler Oakley. I don't, Finn and Poe go over my head. Okay. You want, have you seen? We I haven't see, seen okay, it. Okay, can we go? Yeah. I would really love to go and see it again. I would be so into it. You want to go tonight? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's do it. We were, I was talking to Chester about seeing Reverend later, mm. but I mean, I would gladly see Star Wars. The Revenant. The Revenant. 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 I'll see either. I'll go with no matter what. <laughs> Uh, I've seen all the Star Wars movies, but I'm one of those people that I just can't remember movies after I see them. Have you so, heard any spoilers about this? Um, I saw a photo that might have been a spoiler that was from like a fuck Jerry feed. Um, but, but you, but you know, you know enough. Don't about, say it. No, yeah. no, no, I'm just saying you know who the characters are, probably just from the commercials. E- Finn was Finn is the stormtrooper guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the the thing is, I know and Poe who, is the pilot guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We and don't. you know who Tyler Oakley is, right? Mm, Chewbacca, a, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, well, let me know because it's great. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm into it because I wanted to go back and rewatch all the movies because I, I watched when I was really young with my dad and my brothers. And it was one of those things where it's like, oh, my brothers think this is cool. So I'm going to watch it. And I had no idea really what was happening. Yeah. But I watched it and then watched Spaceballs like a million times <laughs> with my family growing up. So the that best. really gave me a Then mind. you just kind of like merged the two. Exactly, yeah. because then I, I didn't realize that one was a parody of the other. I thought they were like associated. <laughs> and so I was just like, Spaceballs, okay. Mel Brooks, like those movies. I, yeah. There I are so many jokes I would happening. recommend watching Spaceballs before you go see the new Force Awakens. Probably, yeah, that's probably a good, choice. Sure. good choice. The hard thing about going back and watching <laughs> movies, though, that you loved as a kid or like that were comedies that you loved as a kid is that society has progressed. And so you go back and they become really uncomfortable uncomfortable because they're so like either like racist or sexist right. or like you watch it you're like oh this oh, is yeah. actually like a really offensive movie <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, blazing blazing saddles is very uncomfortable at times. It's not right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard. I haven't seen that, but someone, uh, an Uber driver, was telling me to watch Blazing Saddles a couple weeks ago. But that it would be so offensive to watch now if it just it came could out. never get made now. Right. That's what never he's get made. He's talking yeah. about like the PC and nature of isn't everything. Isn't that great? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it is. is. It? It's progress. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah. That's progress. <laughs> oh, because I am I interpreted that as the world is a very easily offended place. Oh, no. Is it great that we are extremely, extremely heightened in our sensitivities and when you When you correctness? go back and watch movies like that, yeah. it's not heightened. It's not like that. Oh, I'm sure it's yeah. wildly offensive yeah. <laughs> for like normal standards of offense. <laughs> but even nowadays, it's like this podcast is going to offend someone. Yeah, out it's there. true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You got so- that, sorry, guys. That level yeah. of offense. And, I mean, here's maybe the most offensive question. Much Harto wants to know your favorite pasta slash noodle. And if you don't say the right one, we're going to lose an entire Forget audience. It. Forget it. That's it. They're gone. Well, you know. I have a recommendation for pasta. Okay. If you guys are buying pasta at home, yeah. I will say Barilla makes great pasta. Oh my gosh. I used to I buy Barilla or I had bought Barilla years ago before the pasta world became so diverse in grocery stores. I know. Now. Here's the thing about here's just yeah. for, humor me for one second. Yes. <laughs> the cool thing about Barilla is that it says the cook time on the front of the box uh-huh. for every different pasta variant. Oh, that's great. So you know exactly, like, if you're making, like, a bow tie or, like, a farfalle or whatever that one is. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to do this only seven minutes. That makes sense. It's so great. Have you seen the ads that they run for Brilla Pasta? Mm-mm. They're, like, they're, like, the beginnings of a romance novel. Oh, pasta and passion go hand in hand. Okay, so my favorite type of noodle. Um, my favorite type, does it say pasta noodle or just noodle in general? Your favorite pasta slash noodle. Pasta slash noodle? Yeah. So I guess it's your favorite pasta being like, I love Alfredo pasta, but like I like it with orchetti noodles. Or it something. is offensive that they assume. The pasta and noodle would be the same. Well, yeah, because I, I think it's say, like if you have a favorite noodle or a favorite pasta. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like I love like a like thick, fat, like rice noodle, like, mm-hmm. you know, chow fun style. Yeah, like yeah. those ones I love. But pasta wise, I really like, I mean, I like angel hair. I yeah. could just eat like a bucket of that. That's really pretty great. It's pretty, pretty great, right? Yeah. And it's just like with a, mm, ah. I kind of like all pasta is my feeling. I learned how to make pasta so well recently. Really? Yeah. I'm excited to learn. Yeah. You make your own pasta? You can make pasta. There's a lot of tricks that make pasta. Like, you know when you're at a restaurant and you eat pasta and you're like, I guess this is better than mine. But sometimes you're at a restaurant and you eat pasta and you're like, holy shit. I didn't know pasta could taste like this. There are reasons why that's the case that we can all know. (gasps) (sighs) There's a podcast. Yes. Pasta cast. A pasta cast. Um, okay, H Excellence wants to know, what is your favorite fun fact? Because you are a source of facts. Fun fact, if you save the water that you boiled the pasta in to use it as your pasta is in the sauce, yeah. your pasta will absorb the um, sauce. It'll stick to the pasta better because of the starch in the water. Well, So wait, you use So all- don't dump it out. Keep it until you're done cooking. Right. But you only use some of that back in the pasta, right? Yeah, yeah. Not the whole thing. Okay. But so it's like, like, then you're making soup. But then what is soup? Who knows? <laughs> so, <laughs> that was the sound of the yeah. audience exiting the podcast. What <laughs> <laughs> is soup? Who knows? Uh, okay. This is interesting. Last question before you get your gift for being a guest on the podcast. S Green 96 wants to know, what's your dream country to travel to? Let's say dream country, no work. You just get to go see 
anything that you want in this country. Okay, I'm going to choose a place, but only because I know I will never, if somebody's like, I'm, I, you can go anywhere you want with experts, I would choose to go to Antarctica oh. because I know that I would never have an opportunity like that. Sure. And it's nowhere I will ever probably go. Right. And so it's like, if I could go with a team of experts to Antarctica and just be there and like see like, you know, yeah. like the Aurora Borealis or the lights, you know. That'd probably be pretty outstanding. Yeah. 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 So cool. I'm into Antarctica. Then, is it, it's not even, it's not a country. It's just a continent. Isn't it's, that both? Like Australia's both, right? I don't think it, there's any. There's no like, government. Yeah, I don't think it's not a political there. entity. I mean, has anyone asked the penguins? They seem like they have a pretty strong government. Good point. Good point. They've been there for a while. They've been there for a while. And if we can just study like their culture and patterns of behavior, maybe it might help us. That's a good point. Emperor, Emperor penguins. penguins. Oh, they have an empire. Diane. Yeah. They, own the, they own the whole thing. <laughs> uh, well, Hannah Hart, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, dude. And for uh, coming back to the podcast. And for those people out there that somehow have missed your social media uh, availability, how do they find you across the internet? You can find me at twitter.com slash harto. You can find me online at anywhere slash harto. So H-A-R-T-O. And it's a good time. And my Snapchat is hard too. Is that, yeah, you Snapchat like crazy. I've been off my Snapchat game for a while. Is that your favorite social media outlet? Right now? Yeah. I do like Snapchat quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's easy. It's fun. I should yeah. do it more often. It is fun. Well, you get the gift that everyone gets on the podcast for participating, and that is that you get to tweet anything you want from my Twitter account right now. Awesome. Thank you. And this <gasps> makes me incredibly nervous because Hannah watched Drew tweet <laughs> last time he was here. And so I feel like having someone that knows this game is a very nervous. And there's smiling and there's lip biting and there's tweeting happening. Uh, this makes me incredibly nervous. Don't be nervous. It's going to, it's for the. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, by the way, I looked it up and Flamers is still at the Deford Mall. So Shoof. if you're in the Deford area and you're looking for a great hamburger. <laughs> 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 you should probably go to Chili's or something. But Flamers is there. <laughs> Just saying. Pretty good. Pretty good burger. I don't think I've ever... I've always eaten at the Chinese food restaurant in the... See, that's the thing. I always feel like the sample is better than the dish. Yeah, because they give you so much. Did she tweet? Not yet, guys. But she Sorry. was checking something on her phone while tweeting on my phone. She's probably spell checking, yeah. We're fact checking. Lord knows where this could go. Or sending a photo. Who knows? Yeah, your face just got really, like, sentimental. <laughs> And contemplative in like a sad way. <laughs> okay, here we go. Did you send it? And here we go. And just making sure everything's right. And uh oh, can I see? You may. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey guys, please register to vote. Vote.usa.gov. If not for me, then for your future. Heart, love you. <laughs> That's actually extremely helpful and really kind of like counters Drew's tweet from last weekend. <laughs> so thank you for that. You are truly a good friend. <laughs> Uh, a better person than I. No, yeah. <laughs> Yay. I hope people register to vote. But also that's a true message. Yeah, we were talking a lot before this podcast about um, the importance of voting, especially this year with all the shenanigans that are happening that seem like jokes but are real. real. So um, <laughs> do yourself a favor if you live in the United States, register to vote. It's really important. Hey, even if you don't live in the United States, you know what? Register to Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time on Not Too Deep. Bye. Bye. I don't know. Too deep. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not 
too deep with Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry, production assistance by Diane Kang and Melissa D. Montz, audio by Chris Henry and Charlie Mead, editing by Melissa D. Montz and Mitchell Davis, and an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. Ba-da-ba-ba.